What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Good morning. <laughs> We're on time. Good morning. Driven by Go Chevrolet, the Jordy Collada Show is here. We're excited about this Thursday's edition. We're going to talk to Will Wade at the undisclosed location coming up here in one hour. Or 30 minutes, sorry. Um, we will talk to him at 8 a.m. In one hour, we'll talk to Doug Thompson, uh, who will be talking about uh, some LSU baseball as the Tigers get back on. They'll have media day today coming up. The whole crew's here. Good morning from everybody. Michael and Katie behind the camera. Nick's over here. We got Rivers. Jordy Collada here. Before we get into what's popping, uh, Rivs, a couple of things that you want to uh, let them know about coming yeah, up? Yeah, absolutely. We, um, so we had so much fun doing Ask the JC Show yesterday that we have decided we're going to do it every day. Because why not? You know, um, some days it might be longer, sometimes shorter, but we want to get some of your questions answered every single day. We'll keep a running list of them. So, um, so uh, just continue to send your questions in. And that's me. That's me. That's, that's Jordy. Me. That's um, so continue to send your questions in, and Nick will compile them. You can tweet them at us using the hashtag AskTheJCShow, and we will answer them at 8.15 today. Also, if you aren't following us on social media, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Colotta Show, C-U-L-O-T-T-A Show. Um, and you can find all of our um, content there, too. So throughout the day, we'll share clips and links and um, that's how you're going to get all the information you need from us remember our coffee daily is brought to you by metropolitan health real doctors real solutions get in touch with metropolitan health charles harvey and jason ramazon proud supporters of the show and they bring you our coffee every day uh, every day when you're involved in a motor vehicle accident you shouldn't have to settle for the same old medical treatment you have a choice and the choice is simple Choose Metropolitan Health Group for all of your personal injury needs, real doctors and real solutions to help you get back on the road to recovery. Get in touch with Metropolitan Health Group. Every day we're brought to you by Go Chevrolet. Here are uh, here is what's what? popping. Mm-hmm. Good job. All right, all right, all right. You got music there, Mikey? Hey, man. Hey. Look at us. Just trying to get a little bit better every day over here. Just trying to get a little bit better every day. LSU's 2021 football schedule featuring home games against SEC Western Division rivals Auburn, Texas A&M, and Arkansas, along with its cross-division common opponent, Florida, have been announced by the league office. That was announced on Wednesday afternoon as LSU found out where they will be where they will be for their non uh, division games. They will open up the season versus UCLA. Right now, that game is slated to take pay, uh, place at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena on September 4th. We were talking a little pre-production. We are going to put a package together here on the Jordy Collada Show for a uh, for an opportunity to get out to Los Angeles 
and do a live show. Uh, yeah, sorry. What are you uh, laughing at? Our, our, our producer in the back, Mike, told Jordy to scoot away from his mic, and he did, and then he pulled it back in front of him. Um, <laughs> but yes, we do need to get a package together. We're going to take the Jordy Collage show on Absolutely. the road in any opportunity that we have. We are mobile. We are mobile. So if you want sponsors to go somewhere, let us know. Uh, Austin Thomas has been named general manager for the LSU football team. Head coach Ed Ogeron announced that on Wednesday. Thomas previously spent five seasons with LSU, dating back from 2013 through 2017. He returns to LSU after spending 2020 as a senior associate AD for Baylor. Thomas also served in that same position and director of football personnel at Texas A&M for two years under Jimbo Fisher. But Thomas is uh, very familiar in this role as Ed Ogeron really kind of gave him a start, his start, uh, back at Tennessee, took him to USC, and then ended up at LSU with him. After that, he moved on to Tennessee for a couple of days, came back to LSU, then went to Texas A&M, ended up at Baylor last year. But as LSU's general manager, Thomas will work directly with Ogeron on day-to-day operations and management of the program. We kind of talked about this before the show, but I, I thought it was interesting that he replaced the associate athletic director, but his title is technically general manager? So I I just I haven't heard that a lot in college football. The only time I've ever heard it was at LSU was when Ogeron named Austin Thomas general manager a couple of years ago. So I think he's back in his same role and and really what I think he's he's here to do more than anything is help regulate and and, and um, kind of be another eye for the recruiting board mm-hmm. to for, for the roster to be able to manage the roster and year in year out recruit to the roster and making sure they're taking care of areas of need like offensive line. I mean, they were in some trouble with the offensive line. You know, luckily they got some guys coming back this uh, this season. But as far as recruiting guys going, they need some. Uh... Sorry, I'm just thinking about his job. I mean, we talked about it. it. Kind of sounds similar to me to what Derek Panansky does. And so he's like the number two. I don't know. I don't know who the number two is. But it's like the assistant manager to the assistant manager. It's like from the office. I feel like he's. I'm looking forward to uh, both the defensive coordinator and the general manager press conference <laughs> yes. because I'm, th- I'm sure that uh, Coach will be asked about a couple of uh, schematics inside of the program and just how they fit for sure. Uh, but Austin Thomas back in Baton Rouge. New Orleans Saints in an in a, uh, end-of-the-year press conference. Saints general manager Mickey Loomis acknowledged this will be a daunting offseason for the Saints who will likely need to replace quarterback Drew Brees and could be close to $100 million over the salary cap. No official word on whether or not Breeze will indeed retire as he takes his time to decompress with his family after his 20th season. No official word on just how low the salary cap will drop after lost revenues from COVID-19. In 2020, the cap could drop as low as $175 million per team after it was at 198 in 2020. Though it could be a little bit higher. Either way, the Saints are going to be in salary cap hell but Mickey Loomis and this crew has always been very creative in trying to get him out of it this will be as uh, as Loomis said yesterday a very daunting task and it'll be an offseason that looks a lot different for New Orleans I mean it felt like the whole press conference was basically no official word on this no official word on that so you really didn't get a lot of information but the Texans have hired Baltimore Ravens assistant coach David Culley to be their next head coach sources told ESPN was confirmed by the Houston Chronicle on Wednesday afternoon, Cully, who's 65 years old, has spent the past two seasons in Baltimore and just completed his 27th season as an NFL coach. Last night, Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram each had their highest scoring games of the season as uh, only Bradley Beal could uh, could keep Washington close as Beal had 47 last night. 
but the Pelicans took care of the Wizards, 124-106. Ingram finished with a season-high seven three-pointers on 12 attempts, making all five he attempted in the second half. The uh, Pelicans will host Giannis Antetokounmpo. Ooh, still got it. Still got it. And the Minnesota Bucks. Or, excuse me. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. All confident and cocky. And the Milwaukee Bucks. As uh, it'll be the second of five straight home games. And uh, rest in peace. A sad piece of news on the end of our uh, What's Poppin' segment here. A local politician and a local giant, Steve Carter, who led LSU to the 1976 SEC Championship in men's tennis and later served as an associate athletic director for the Tigers, passed away on Tuesday night from complications due to COVID-19. Steve Carter was a, uh, a representative in the mayoral race this past, uh, this past runoff and this past political season. He was in a runoff with current Mayor Sharon Weston Broom. Um, Carter is a family friend of mine, being from Baton Rouge. Uh, I think if you're from Baton Rouge or if you've been around Baton Rouge for a long time, you know Steve Carter and his family, uh, and they have always been invested in our town, in our community. Uh, Riz, I know you know, but right when I got out of college, my first job out of college was I was a lobbyist mm-hmm. at the state capitol for, for one year for oil and gas. For uh, Honestly, F- to me, seems like a perfect job for you. Yeah, maybe maybe a, a couple of years, maybe a little too early. Thing. Maybe I was a little too early. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Um, but Steve Carter was one of the first guys that I saw at the Capitol because he was a representative, he was a lifelong politician, or he had become a politician late in his, uh, late in his life and, and really dedicated his life to it. It was always funny to see him driving his minivan, pulling up to the state Capitol. Um, but but he could see that I was lost mm-hmm. walking around the halls, yeah. right? I mean, Is he could guy? see that, yeah, right. He was like, Kalata, come here, come here real quick. What are you doing here? I was like, I don't know, I don't know, Steve. And he said, uh, I told him what I was setting out to do uh, and every day he would just kind of give me either a wink, a nod, a handshake, a message, something that would, would uplift you. And, and that, that was always kind of our moment. I would see him all the time at Phil's Oyster Bar. He was always at seems, Phil's in the back. Like a Phil's yeah, guy. He was yeah. a Phil's guy mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and I know that this is a very tough day uh, for, uh, for Gloria and Gladys, uh, his wife and, and, and her twin sister and their kids, uh, Amelia and Solomon. Um, his his son-in-law is Jack Hunt, uh, who is married to Amelia Carter, uh, and their four beautiful daughters. I know that this is a very, very tough day uh, for the entire Carter family and everybody around our community. So uh, a very sad piece of news as we close out our uh, What's Poppin' segment as we remember Steve Carter here, who passed away uh, on Tuesday night with complications due to COVID-19. Uh, we will talk to Will Wade coming up here at uh, 8 o'clock this morning. About 20 minutes, Coach Wade will be here at the undisclosed location while asking about his defensive effort that he saw from his group versus Texas A&M over that last eight-minute stretch uh, a couple of nights ago where LSU was looking to bounce back after a couple of porous defensive outputs uh, versus Kentucky and versus Alabama. They will have their hands full versus Texas Tech this weekend. Uh, We will get a preview from Coach Wade, uh, what the schedule looks like. We'll also talk to Doug Thompson as LSU baseball set to meet with the media today and begin their season here coming up in February. Uh, Coach Maneri is going to meet with the press, and we'll talk to uh, Doug Thompson about some of the very talented arms that this LSU baseball team will feature here in 2021 as, you know, names like Jaden Hill come back for another season, Landon Marceau. Uh, Where do they fit in? 
uh, and, and what is the expectation? We've heard Jaden Hill is, is a possible top five, top ten pick in, in next year's Major League Baseball draft. Thompson has had a chance to see uh, Jaden Hill up close for the past two years. We'll get, get some thoughts uh, from Doug Thompson coming up here at 8.30. Remember, Daily, we're brought to you by Go Chevrolet. We always appreciate our friends over at Go Chevrolet. It is Lee Carney and Nick Richard and the crew. I've gotten some confirmation that Richard's going to be over here Tomorrow morning at the Undisclosed location, he'll be handing out a little swag. He's going to bring a new employee over at Go Chevrolet by to uh, to stop by here. But you can shop new, you can shop pre-owned, you can schedule a service call with Go Chevrolet all by logging online to geauxchevrolet.com if you want to get in touch with Lee Carney and the crew this morning. They've got great specials. Remember, their uh, their, their their motto down there is that they make it easy. If you're in the Baton Rouge area and you've dealt with, uh, with, with automotive with Lee Carney and Nick Richard uh, in the past, I'm sure you have because they've got great experience. They've been around it uh, for nearly 20 years. They've started up their own shop down in Laplace, Louisiana with Go Chevrolet, uh, and they've got great specials on Silverados, Yukons, Denali's, all right now online at geauxchevrolet.com. So Go Chevrolet bringing you, uh, bringing you the, uh, the Jordy Colada Show daily here on, uh, on YouTube. Uh, big story yesterday was uh, Austin Thomas coming back and the uh, and the LSU football uh, football schedule being uh, being uh, being announced by the uh, by the conference office as we saw uh, all of the league schedules come out. Uh, LSU is set to travel to Los Angeles to the Rose Bowl. I think we've always talked about this, man. It would be cool to see um, LSU their colors playing in a yeah. West Coast sunset. Behind the mountains in the Rose Bowl. I, I, I don't know if it's it's been something like since like 1930 since since LSU's been out to Los Angeles and played in that uh, in, in that arena. So uh, it would be fantastic if that game would play. Uh, I, I don't know. As they have we to feel pretty confident today. about it, though. I mean, because you don't want to tell all your fans that you're going and then have to pull out. Does that make sense? I mean, sure. I feel like they would have kept they would have taken that into account when they put it on the schedule. Yeah. Well, and look, this game's we know how schedules work in college football. I think this game was scheduled probably about eight or nine years ago, um, you know, as far as as future schedules went. And now you're here, um, you know, it's it's you have to see what the regulations are for mm-hmm. the state of California. Yeah, you have to see what the regulations are federally with with where we are uh, at that point. <laughs> Crash and burn. Mike down. Mike down. Mike down. Mike down. Um, And we're back. Yes. How's our levels over there, Mikey? Um, But, yeah, I mean, look, I I just hope that this game happens. We were talking about maybe a possible contingency plan would be Vegas. I would love to. uh, (laughs) If if COVID's, like, coming in hot, I'm not sure Vegas is where I want to go. But um, (laughs) but maybe. Vegas is – I love Vegas. So uh, maybe I'm in, but I'll see. I would love to. I would love to go to LA and, and see LSU play in the Rose Bowl. I mean, that would be. Oh, it would be beautiful, man. It would be beautiful to just see those uh, those colors, that sunset, the mountains behind UCLA and LSU. Um, I hope it happens. Uh, so they open up versus UCLA mm-hmm. in Los Angeles at the Rose Bowl. They come home and play Frank Wilson and. Uh, and McNeese State. That's kind of fun. I don't know if the, if the young Ogeron will still be there because he's playing so. this spring. 
I, from what I read, he will be. Okay. So, so the. I, we like facts here, yeah. so I don't know. <laughs> Cody Ogeron and the McNeese State Cowboys <laughs> so, will be here in, uh, in week two, Central Michigan, which is a game that uh, you can't overlook if you're LSU. You know, that's always kind of an opponent that's a little off the radar. Uh, Mississippi State, early in the season, Tigers travel to First Starkville. This will definitely be a road trip for the Jordy Collada Show, being that we've got two Mississippi State fans yeah. on, uh, on staff here. We've got to get something sold in Starkville. No pressure, ladies. <laughs> uh, Auburn will be uh, the first home opening SEC game for LSU, and that will be early in the season as it will be back on uh, October 2nd. Now back to this schedule where Auburn's at the front end of the SEC schedule rather than the back end of the SEC schedule. We saw that last year uh, where Ole Miss and, and Auburn had kind of flipped weeks. Uh, and we're, you know, we're, we're routinely seeing Ole Miss around Halloween weekend if you're LSU fans. Uh, last year it was bumped up. Uh, but 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 after the SEC schedule and it was it was uh, kind of reconfigured. Uh, Ole Miss ended up as the last playing date, but the original schedule that LSU was set to play, uh, Auburn and Ole Miss had switched playing dates. Now Auburn's back at the beginning of October, uh, and then you see their cross division uh, opponents. Uh, LSU now out of the East coming up in 2021. They'll play at Kentucky, and then the next week they'll play Florida, who's their permanent Eastern opponent. Um, from that standpoint, that's a win. For LSU, I mean, let, you know you're going to play Florida every year. You just don't have to. You just hope you don't draw uh, Georgia. You just hope you right. don't draw Tennessee. You just hope you don't draw uh, another one of the, the the big heavyweights on the on the eastern side uh, to get Kentucky. Uh, it looks good on paper, but Coach Stoops has, has really done a nice job over the last couple of years of making Kentucky at least competitive within the conference week in week out. So you got Kentucky and Florida back to back weekends on October 9th and 16th, and then you travel to Ole Miss. On October 23rd, as we said, that Ole Miss game now a little bit closer to Halloween, which it regularly was. It's like we, we meet up with Mints, Absolutely. go to Oxford, do the thing. Absolutely. See if we can't get down there a couple of days early, <laughs> get in touch with the lane train. Little city grocery situation. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe a little gear for the show. <laughs> um, oh, it's, oh, oh, it's wow. Katie's birthday. Uh, we oh, won't make you Yeah, we're in Oxford. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That's that's a Mississippi State's fan. Uh, first Saturday in, in uh, first Saturday in November. You know what that means? LSU versus Alabama. So uh, Tigers will be traveling to Tuscaloosa after uh, last year's game in Tiger Stadium, where Devonta Smith uh, went crazy. Uh, so they'll play at Alabama November sixth. They'll play versus Arkansas back at home versus UL Monroe uh, and Texas A and M is where they will finish up all at home in the month of November. Um, so when you look at the stretch, you look at the month of October uh, for, uh, for LSU, and it starts off with Auburn on the 2nd, Kentucky on the 9th, Florida on the 16th, and Ole Miss on the 23rd. Uh, that'll be a four-game stretch before you're by, before you get to Alabama. Uh, and you can even back it up one more week. And, and the last weekend of September, they'll travel to face Mississippi State and, uh, and, uh, and Mike Leach. So, uh, not a bad schedule, but well, I was gonna say, I mean, just like always, you're always tested. Well, aside from um, aside from UCLA, I'm sorry, there's <laughs> a lot of hand movements going on in this room. Um, aside <laughs> aside from UCLA, which I know that you're, excited, I mean, LSU fans are excited about because that's gonna be a really cool game. What uh, what game are you most excited about? Um, Looking at the schedule. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're yeah. <laughs> UCLA. Maybe for which sure. one are you least excited? UCLA for sure. I'm, uh, you, you know what? Don't know do UCLA because you know that which one jumps excited. out? Central Michigan. Okay. Central Michigan Central jumps Michigan out. Guy? No, just because it's a trap. 
I mean, like, and and you don't know a lot about Central Michigan. You got to imagine that Central Michigan is going to be fired up to be in Tiger Stadium. Right. They're they're going to be you know just elated to be playing LSU. You know you're going to get their best punch, and you also open up conference play the next weekend. <laughs> Versus Mississippi State, will it be easy to be looking ahead? Possibly. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that you know LSU has probably got a lot of focus on Mississippi State because of what happened in the beginning of the season. You know, in Week One and the embarrassing way Did that happen. that kind of played well, look, out. Honestly, I, I'm a little bitter about it. To be honest, like I wish that LSU had just beat us. Because of the way your season went. Because of the way the season, you know, yeah. like unfolded the rest of the year. I mean, you guys put a, you put me in such a headspace. Of like we're about to win a national championship that you know we didn't. Yeah. Um, Tori's excited about us not winning. <laughs> 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 like what do we do? <laughs> so there's a schedule, and then Austin Thomas comes back to LSU football. That was the other big story yesterday for the Tigers. Um, and, and as we said, look, man, I, this is a this is a role that I think um, what what was was opened by LSU football more for recruiting than anything else. I think it was was for Austin Thomas to manage the off season roster was to give a little bit of help and guidance to uh, making sure that they're recruiting certain areas. I mean, the offensive line is the greatest example that you can you can give because. Um, look, they ran into a lot of trouble with their personnel. I mean, yeah. they nearly ran out of offensive linemen this season. Um, and if they don't have guys like Austin Deculus, Dare Rosenthal, uh, Ed Ingram, and all these guys come back, Chase and Hines come back for another season, they're in some really, really big trouble. Um, so uh, I think that Austin Thomas comes in to, to help him with the personnel. And, and that's his specialty. <laughs> you know I mean? That's, that's kind of what he does. I mean, that's, that's, that's his specialty in knowing – future guys and knowing the recruits. Uh, Brandon Hollingsworth, I love your ribs, but under no circumstance should you ever get in the headspace that makes you believe State will win a national championship. <laughs> Look, I was in that headspace. I was I was ready and then, you know. Mississippi State fans, we got two happened. of them on staff. We've also got a uh, we've also got a guest here at the undisclosed location who what we love is early. Uh, and is on time, and that is our guy. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, and so you're gonna go get him. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, gonna go get, get him. For us? I'm gonna go get him. All right, so we're gonna go get our next guest, and we're gonna be a little early here. Uh, we're gonna tell you about Phil's Oyster Bar because every time we talk about LSU basketball, it is brought to you by Phil's Oyster Bar. Anthony Piazza and the great crew over at Phil's are located in Southdown Shopping Center. As uh, you can go in, you can see them. They got great raw oysters. I tell you about them all the time. They've got a great menu. Uh, and great selections over at Phil's Oyster Bar. You can find them uh, online at philsoysterbar.com. But stop in and see them uh, and get to uh, South Downs Shopping Center. Uh, if you're there for lunch, I guarantee you're either going to see me or our next guest. Uh, let's walk our next guest in here. Uh, let's make sure that he has not seen anyone, anything around him. Come on in, coach. Take a seat. Uh, and there is the man. Boot up. Will Wade. It's good up, to man? see you, bro. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. I had lunch here yesterday. I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. It's good to see the guy here, Will Wade. Brought to you by Phil's Oyster Bar as he uh, as our conversations. Anytime we talk to Will Wade, anytime we talk about LSU basketball, it's always brought to you by Phil's Oyster Bar. Coach, I want to tell you first before we get into anything, um, and uh, I just want to say this because I know our, our listeners and our audience know that you and I share a special relationship as far as media members and, and coaches go, and sometimes that gets a little cloudy. Uh, but we've been friends since the first day you got here, and, and when, when all of our stuff and all of our changes went down a little over a week and a half ago, uh, you were the first phone call I got. You got out of practice that night. You called me that night. You went to shoot around the next morning and sent me a text message after that. And I, I just, uh, I know that I've told you uh, in, in our conversations, but I just want our, our, our audience to know uh, how much that meant to us and, and your support and what it means to, to what we have going on and what we're trying to accomplish here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I, told, I tell you all the time, you say a lot of stuff about me, but I'm a loyal dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a loyal, loyal person. You've been great and you're a good friend. And um, glad I could uh, find the spot here. Yes. Don't tell anybody about it. I can tell anybody where we are. Absolutely. But I'm glad I could find it. Secret, I had yeah. to have a secret driver, the yeah, whole deal. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Well, it's good to see. What, what, what have you made uh, of your group the last three weeks? I, we were at the Alabama game. We sat right behind <laughs> the bench. I had to keep little Jay's ears covered up because I know that just. That wasn't that one what you expected. Yeah, we, we I did a poor job preparing the team for Alabama. We were off uh, the day before in practice, and I just did a I did a bad job preparing the group for a big game. I had us too tense, too tight. I kind of prepared how I'd want to prepare, and not necessarily what was best for our team. So, uh, hopefully, we've learned our lesson, and we're um, we're going to. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you can lean back. We're just get um, hopefully, I've, you know. Hopefully, I've learned my lesson, and we'll prepare better um, starting today for for, for Texas Tech, uh, who's obviously uh, as good of a team as we've played since we've been here. So you go from 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 what you saw against Alabama to the last eight minutes of Texas A and M. Yeah, I thought we actually played better at Kentucky. We just got. I mean, Kentucky. It took us a minute to adjust to their length. We, we were ready to play at Kentucky, and I didn't show with the start, and, and they hit some uncharacteristic threes and Keon Brooks had made six threes his entire career and made one yeah, against us right. at the end of the shot clock. We, we, we were ready to play there and then A&M we played, we played, we played better. Um, but we're going to have to play by far uh, our best game, our most complete game uh, on, on Saturday against Texas Tech just to have a chance. We're going to have to play 40 complete minutes. Um, it's going to be, you know, we're going to have to rebound the ball. I told our guys yesterday, you know, we're going to have to rebound the ball as well as we did my first year when we beat Houston at home. Like, that's how physical Texas yeah. Tech is. That's how physical a rebounding team they are. Um, and so we're going to have to, we're going to, have to really, get that, uh, really get that done. Tweedy writes in, Will Wade being early is right on brand for Coach Wade. Um, let's go back to Texas A&M. What, what, did, what, did, you, what did you see oh, from we, your We group? had a great day of practice before, you know, which was, which was critical. I thought our guys did a great job in practice. Um, leading into the game, which allowed us to get off to a really good start. Then after we got off to the start, we, we went, on a, went on a little bit of a lull there. We turned the ball over too much. We did some things um, that, we, that we can't do if we're going to beat Texas Tech and, and, and 
beat upper level teams. But we were able to, you know, we were able to find a way to uh, find a way to win. And at the end of the day, that's what uh, that's what matters. But I was really proud of our guys for how we finished the game. We talk about a six minute game all the time, and, and we were able to to dominate that six minute game. Seems like your mentality of the group changes defensively when Gaines or Cooker on the floor and a combination of both of them. What, what, what goes into this? Gaines those? statistically is our best defender. We have the best defensive leverage when he's on the court. Uh, our defense is, is just a whole lot better. Part of it is is he can guard, but he's also a very good rebounder for a guard. So he, he helps us in our rebounding deficiency uh, as well. And so he's uh, He's he, he's really been somebody that's I thought he I thought he changed the game when he came in at Texas yeah. uh, Texas A and M I thought he did a great job uh, at the front of the press you can play him uh, a lot of different uh, a lot of different a lot of different places a lot of different spots so he's been he's been really good for us. What has Sharif given you since being you know, back in the lineup? He's still on a little bit of a minutes restriction. I wish we could, could, could get him out there a little bit more, but he does the same thing. He's a big time. Uh, defensive uh, rebounder. He had two big free throws for us down the stretch off the offensive rebound uh, at AM. But I thought he, uh, I thought he, 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 you know, he's just, he's just taking him some time. He had a month off. He'd been doing, he'd been playing really well and kind of coming into his own. And then he had a, then he had a month off, which was, uh, which was tough for anybody. Um, and, um, you know, his foot was hurt. He just, he's just taking him some time to get back. But, He's somebody, you know. He, he's a big, long, athletic guy who can, who can, uh, who can guard. He rebounds. He's our best defensive rebounder per minute. It's not even close. He rebounds at like an NBA player's defensive rebounding rate. Uh, you want to get one like one every three minutes. He's getting them like one every two minutes and forty-five seconds wow. when he's in the game. So I mean, he's elite, elite defensive rebounder, and we certainly need some elite defensive we just need some competent defensive rebounding but uh, elite defensive rebounding elite defensive rebounding is, is really really good you close the game on a 15-0 run versus texas a&m a lot of that was cam and and you saw when he gets going just just who he is um what, what's your coaching sessions like with him week in week out when you watch film it's you know he, he did a great job javante yep. did a big three uh, down the uh, d- down the stretch, Watford hit some big free throws for us. Sharif hit the big free throws, but you know, I mean, look, we uh, we had a very uh, frank uh, film session after the uh, after the uh, after the Kentucky game. Direct, was, yeah, very direct. That was just a good way to put it. Um, yeah, well, I, I was very pleased with our with our overall effort in the first half. I thought our effort in the second half was was better. Um, I thought we were ready. We just looked like we were stuck in mud we were just playing slow we were half step slow and so I thought um, you know I, I gave my thoughts on that on Sunday in the, in the uh, spirited film session I guess you could say we watched the entire first half which we haven't done all year I usually clip everything I don't I don't watch the whole game but we watched the entire first half start to finish and um, with my uh, uh, running commentary <laughs> on the uh, on the action so um, that was uh uh, I think I think I think our guys understood uh, where you we, stand. Yeah, well, they, they knew where I stood, but they understood what we need to do better and where we need to where we need to uh, improve. But but all those guys are really good uh, with film. Cam Cam's great with film. Javante's great with film. Trendon, Days, uh, and Wani. Those guys all watch a lot of film and are very good at being able to um, take what we talk about and get it uh, get it onto the court. What have you seen defensively that that you like? What has what, what is because I I love the well, half court. Our, our half court defense isn't that bad. Um, 
we give up under a point possession in half court defense, which is just pretty solid. Um, the problem is our transition defense and our rebounding. Uh, our transition defense, a lot of it's based on our, our live ball turnovers, uh, but our transition defense has got to continue to improve. Got to continue to get, uh, got to continue to get better, and then. Um, you know we've got to we've got to be able to rebound the ball. We don't rebound the ball uh, nearly as well as we uh, as we need to. So we've got to be able to um, be consistent with our uh, be consistent with our rebounding. What have you seen from the league now that you've been in it, been playing it for a little over a month? Yeah, I mean I think there's a <laughs> Alabama is obviously kind of pulling away from everybody right now. That they're playing tremendous basketball, shooting the ball extremely. Uh, extremely well. There's a bunch of us in the middle that it's probably not a whole lot of difference between uh, between most of us. I just wish we could hit our stride. We haven't played our best. You know, we haven't we haven't really had everybody fully healthy um, for a while. But if we can hit our stride, I think we've got a very very. I know we've got a very very good team with the capable of being a great team. Um, but you know, I think Arkansas has obviously won a couple or won, won I think two or three in a row. Uh, after they had a tough week with us in, in Alabama, which everybody's had a tough week yeah. with Alabama, um, you know. So I think I think Missouri is good. Tennessee had a little bit of a rough patch, but they're they're getting it together. If we could combine our offense and Tennessee's defense, you'd have a hell of a team. <laughs> That's right. um, but uh, um, you know, I, I think Tennessee's obviously um, obviously going to be there uh, in the end. Um, like I said, Arkansas, South Carolina got away. I thought South Carolina was really good. I, I mm-hmm. think they're. You know, just the start and stops and, and all the things, uh, you know, everything going on there. Florida's, I think, five, uh, four and one in their last five. They've been playing um, they've been playing really well. We've got them at the end of next week. So, um, yeah, I think the, the middle part of the league, there's, there's a lot of teams that can, that can beat, uh, beat up on each other um, any, any, uh, any given night. But the league's pretty balanced. I think we'll get five, maybe six teams in the NCAA tournament, I think five for sure. Do you like this in-season matchup between SEC Big 12? you like to step out like that? Uh, you know, I mean, we're halfway through SEC play. We've got nine games down, hopefully nine to go. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's fine. Next up. Um, it, it, it's fine. I'm not a huge fan of it, but it's good for the league. It's good for publicity. If you can, you can win it, you know. Everybody right now says you know the Big 12 is probably a little bit better than the SEC. If we could find a way to win the challenge, I think I think that would give us a little bit of um, I think that would give us a little bit of pop. Um, I think our league is actually pretty good, and I'm I'm one of the few coaches in the league that thinks like this. But um, I think I mean we need Kentucky to be good every year, right? Um, and right. so I, I mean we need them to be good every year because the reality is when they're not good, they everybody thinks the SEC is bad. And that's not necessarily the case, but when, when Kentucky's not good or Kentucky's not in the top ten, everybody just assumes the league's down and the league's not very good. So it's important for the league that, that Kentucky's good. Yeah. Um, it's not like football where, you know, LSU's not good, you've got Alabama. If Alabama's not good, you've got LSU. You've got Auburn, who people think is good. You've got Florida and Georgia and yeah. on, the, on the other side that people – you know what I'm saying? So sure. you've got a rotating cast of characters that everybody thinks are elite. And our elite programs that they could in basketball, you've got Kentucky. Like we we need them um, to be good for the perception uh, for the perception of our of, of our league. And um, you know they, they've they've struggled except when they played us. They uh, you know they've struggled they've struggled a little bit this year. I think that's why our league's maybe not not perceived like it should. However, like I was saying, we can change the perception this weekend. 
if we can, um, you know, if we can win this win this challenge. I certainly think we've got, um, you know, win- winnable winnable sure. games. Um, I think we've got I think we've got six or seven that, 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 that the SEC's got a real good shot, um, real good shot to win. We need six to win it. So I do think we could change the perception if we could if we could we could win some games this weekend. This is a Red Raider program that was been in the national championship just a couple of years yeah. ago. What's what's the challenge? They I present? mean, they're a great program, Coach Beard. Man, he does an unbelievable job. In, in my mind, they're they're kind of who we should strive to be like. It's a kind of off the beaten path type place. I mean that in a good way, sure. um, where they haven't traditionally been great, and they found the right they found the right fit, they found the right culture, they, they recruit the right guys, and um, you know they went to people you know they went to the Final Four and obviously to the national championship game, but the year before that they went to the Elite Eight. It's not it's not like they've just sure. you know they just walked. I mean it's been a they've done a great job last year. They would have made the NCAA tournament. They had a huge game with Texas in the first round of the. Big 12 tournament, but they'd have been an NCAA tournament team. But I mean, they're tough. They're physical. They're absolutely the word I used is just relentless. They're relentless on on both sides of the ball, uh, offensively, uh, offensively and defensively. Just absolutely, uh, absolutely relentless. And so we're gonna have to, you know, we're gonna have to play. I got a leadership meeting this morning with Javante uh, Watt and uh, and Days, and so. Um, I'm going to talk to them. We're going to have to just play extremely hard. I'm going to have to trust probably our bench a little bit more than I have because we can't play. I can't play the starters 36, 38 minutes like I did against A&M and some of these teams because we're just going to get worn down um, in that last four or five minutes. So we're going to have to just trust our bench. We're going to have to have some of our bench guys, maybe some guys who haven't gotten as much of an opportunity the last couple of weeks. They're going to have to come in and and um, and step up and, and, and make things happen for us. But. Texas Tech has a tremendous program. I mean, watching them on film, you just Sean Eddy, our athletic trainer, came in yesterday while I was watching them on film, and he said, you know, he said, you're trying to figure out how to beat him. I said, Sean, I'm trying to figure out how to score a basketball. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even to the point of trying to beat him yet. I'm just trying to figure out how we can score on him, uh, and then we'll. And that's then usually we, not a concern for if you. We can string a couple scores together, then we'll then we'll figure out how we can uh, how how we can possibly beat him, but. Uh, I mean, they're just—they just—they're really, really good on both sides of the ball. They're top twenty in offense. They're top twenty in defense, um, and so it's—you know—it's a—it's a, it's a complete team, a very good team, well, well coached team, a team that plays extremely, extremely hard. Will Wade and the Tigers will host Texas Tech on Saturday at one o'clock in the SEC Big Twelve Showdown. Every week uh, or every time we talk to Coach Wade here on the Jordy Collada Show or talk anything about LSU basketball, it's always brought to you by Phil's Oyster Bar. Remember, get over to Phil's today. They open for lunch in Southdown Shopping Center. Great raw oysters. A lot of comments about the calves on display this morning, Coach. Uh, how many miles are we running today? You've already, have you already ran? I ran two and a half this morning. Two and a half around campus. How many days in a row is that running? Oh, gosh, it's a long time. Years. Years. Six or seven years. Six or seven years. It's every day. Time. Every day. We've got, some, uh, we've got some swag for you behind here. I've got your... I've got your swag on, Coach, the Go. black. I like it. The black shooting shirt. Coach Armstrong, my assistant, just got a car from Go Auto. Nice. Go Chevrolet. Go Chevrolet. Lee Carney, Nick down Richard, in Laplace, and the crew. Right? We've got down in Laplace. We've got a T-shirt for you. You told us yesterday you were an extra large. We've got Thank you the you. Nike. Uh, we would expect you to wear that at the SEC Big 12 Challenge on Saturday. <laughs> and like, like Buzz Williams <laughs> in the dry fit. Coach, How about that? She couldn't have you ever up. seen that? Unbelievable. He changes his shirt at halftime. He does it every, every, does it every game, <laughs> and then he comes out in a dry fit. Who sweat? Who sweat is it, is, Pearl's got to be the worst, huh? It's, I think Buzz now. Really? I mean, who, who, who Did, knows? Have you ever had that problem coaching in a suit? 
No, I could not coach in a suit. I don't like wearing the suit. I like wearing. I, I hope we don't have to go back to the yeah, suit. I like the, the polos change, huh? and the and the and the and the tennis shoes. It's it's a lot more uh, a lot more comfortable. But uh, he wears that vest. Buzz wears that vest. Not my not my deal. Go get him on Saturday. Appreciate it, man. Love you, Thank, you. Thank you. Good man. to see y'all. Yes, indeed. Will Wade, got to get him to sign the drum and the flag as Will Wade is here, All presented right. by Phil's Oyster Bar. Appreciate him coming out to the undisclosed location this morning. Make sure we get a picture with Coach Wade inside here with uh, with a little bit of the swag. And we're brought to you by Phil's Oyster Bar. Remember, get in touch with Phil's today. Southtown Shopping Center. Saw Anthony and his crew last night over at Our Lady of Mercy as Leon, uh, young Gus. Uh, I believe he had a allowed six versus St. Thomas Moore last night for uh, for Our Lady of Mercy as uh, little Gus Piazza. Best shoes in the court, Coach. Oh, he looked the best. <laughs> he looked no the best for that. sure. The most expensive shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Will Wade at the Undisclosed Location. We will have your, uh, your questions, the Ask JC Show. Uh, remember, hashtag Ask JC Show as uh, we will answer your questions coming up here. Doug Thompson going to talk some LSU baseball here in a couple of minutes. Appreciate you, Coach. Uh, as uh, coming up here on the Jordy Collada Show. Good interaction. Appreciate everybody being here for uh, for that segment. How about the calves on that guy? I mean, I couldn't decide if it was How about the calves? I mean, a little bit of it no, angle. It had to be the angle. And he had the calves, and he, like ca- ca- he kind of had them pressed up against the... It's a weird angle. It was a weird angle, but it's either a, way. This chair is a tricky angle, just so everyone knows. I'm trying to like find ways to sit in it that, you know... Yeah. Oh, it's awkward. My man, yes. He has great calves. Good calves. Well, that's what happens when you run for six years every single day. Got, I mean, like Christmas, raining, Yeah, it's snow. like he runs at least a mile. Isn't that right? I mean, it, it was just every day. Just runs. Um, but we appreciate him. That was, that, was awesome. uh, that, that was a high moment for our show here early on in our first week to, to house the uh, and invite in the, uh, the LSU head basketball coaches, Will Wade, uh, sat down with us here at the, uh, at the undisclosed location. We, can, uh, we could definitely... Uh, count on his confidentiality. If, 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 if there's a man out there that can keep a secret, that is Coach Will Wade. Yeah. <laughs> so we appreciate him. Oh, what is uh, this? I can see it now. Rivers is going to trick Dee Dee into coming into the basement for an old picture. I'll be out. <laughs> I'm actually, any day Jordy's out, I'm actually going to bring Dee Dee in to yeah. co-host with me. Uh, right. <laughs> Rivers, good to have you back on set. Yeah, yeah. What yeah, you think of, uh, what'd you think of uh, Coach Wade there? Learn anything? Uh, you know, I always love him. I just like watching him talk about basketball. He just is so in it, you know. Like, you can tell that he's such a smart, basketball-minded guy, you know. Just watching his, like, brain work it all out. Like, and when he talks about it, I mean, I- I'm always impressed. I've been impressed with Will Wade since day one. I want to say he was hired right when, maybe just around about. the time just I started. About. Like Just about. So I mean, like, this is his fourth year. It's so strange that I feel like I'm like friends with a head basketball coach, but I don't. I guess I always think of him as just like our friend Will Wade, you know, yeah. not LSU's basketball um, coach. I didn't know how good of friends we were until a week and a half ago. Yeah. Really, I mean, I, I think I think everybody who's ever heard me on a public platform um, gets how I feel about the guy and about how I feel about his program, and that was that was a lot because of of my love for basketball and just kind of the way that he had been able to to embrace us and give us opportunities. I mean, he's been nice to, to us on a oh public first since day one, right? I mean, well, but didn't also, have to, be. to be fair, um, we have also supported him. Yes. Through some, some times. Uh, well, and I think that's what, you know, was the, f- the, the phone calls mm-hmm. last week that I didn't know meant that much to him. I mean, uh, Ribs, you know this. I mean, but when he was out a couple of years ago, right. 
I mean, he and I were the only two in the room watching the NCAA tournament. And, I mean... What's it, was, it like watching the basketball game like that with him? He watches it on mute. So, you think it's awkward in pre-production when there's no music playing and we're all just kind of talking about what we're going to talk about the other day. Oh, man. Try watching a college basketball game with a head basketball coach watching his team on mute. Obviously, he wanted to watch it on mute because during that time, anytime his team was discussed or his name was brought up, it was always going to be just bullshit. You know what I mean? Just a lot of stuff. So, that was, what was it like? So, did he... Did he interact with the television as if he was yes. courtside? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, Did it make you so nervous? Well, the first three minutes, I was yeah. just like, okay, this is what it's going to be like. Mm-hmm. Um, but, That's you know, I mean, you just it, yeah. didn't know what it was going to I think they played Yale the first game, and then they played yeah. Michigan State, and then they, um, and, you know, I mean, he was taking notes. I mean, he was in touch with people. I mean, he, he was, was in, touch. in it, you know. <laughs> um, so to see that dynamic up close was pretty cool. But then, you know, I mean, we that was that was a lot of stuff that we went to bat for, and and, and we were uh, we were passionate about. And right. and like I said, a week and a half ago, when 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 our changes happened, uh, man, he was he was so supportive. Uh, he was he was there. His phone. I mean, he was he was just right after. I just got out of shooting around. Let me know if you need anything. Come over here. Come sit with us. Don't be down. Just get up. You know. What right. I mean? uh, if, whatever I can do. And 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 here he is on the first week. I mean, he don't have to do this. He does not have to do this. <laughs> he he do has this. a few things. I mean, that he he's, he's got a leadership. He's got a leadership meeting with Javante, Darius Days, and Trenton Wofford this morning. <laughs> need I mean, to push that back for the Jordy Colossus. Yeah, show. <laughs> right. I guarantee you didn't have 25 minutes to find an undisclosed location way off the map to come sit down for just 20 minutes to uh, to talk about LSU basketball. We'll always be grateful no, and appreciative we, we to, appreciate uh, him so much. to him. Let's get into some questions. Okay. Here for uh, so uh, hashtag AskJC Show. Uh, this is something that we're going to do every day here. Uh, or at least into the into the the, the near future uh, of of just taking your questions, and this can go all over the place, right? You can it you can. can take it where you want it. Like it doesn't have to be sports related. It can be sports related. Whatever it is that you want to know from us, and you can actually ask somebody else in the room. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day. You're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. My question I know right now the mic situation's a little tricky, but um, we will have more mics soon. So if you have questions for anyone, send them in. We'll get them answered. We will start with Jeff Marcon. Uh, how many chairs will be rotated in for Ribs to sit in? Um, I think this is it. Yeah. It's this, only been two. It has only been two. Uh, super comfortable. 
right? Yeah, this one's great. Um, you don't melt in it quite as much, but I mean, the other one was like this, like leather chair. Right, right. I think this fits our vibe better that we got going. Yeah, give us your feedback, man. Let us know what you think about a couple of production uh, set changes. Unless you don't like our furniture, and then we don't want it. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, or should us, send us a picture of something that you may have that could spruce up the set. We'll let you know right, if we're taking it or not. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, we're still. It's a. It's a work in progress. Michael uh, Pocarello digging the Midwest vibe on the set. Yes, yeah. I know. Somebody else was like, uh, maybe uh, go, um, go Chevrolet could get you uh, new furniture. No, we like for what we like want this furniture. <laughs> right. This is the furniture we. You chose. kidding me? So, uh, but I don't know. I think this is our chair for for a little while. I yeah, think this is it. I like it. West Shen, what pillows? What pillow was on the preview? A dinosaur? Oh, uh, here we go. Yeah. yeah, let's get a little. Yeah, I think we have some more pillows ordered that we'll probably rotate in and out. Don't we have a burn coming? Huh? Yeah. We have yeah. a burn, a mittened Bernie coming. Yeah, he'll be right here. Um, he'll be there. We'll have a couple that we rotate in and out. Um, Adam Hall. So he said, choose one. Score the game-winning touchdown for LSU in Tiger Stadium. Yep. Hit a walk-off home run in Alex Box. Drain the game-winning three-pointer as time expires in the PMAC. Um, I feel like this one's easy. For you? What is it? I mean, game-winning touchdown for LSU and Tiger Stadium. Really? I mean, it would be great to do any of those things. I mean, yeah. no matter what you choose, it's going to be awesome. But, I mean, how many people sit in Tiger Stadium? You know? To do that in front of that many people. I mean, Nick, you have some experience being in front of that many people. Like, on the bank. You know, when, if, I feel like that would be incredible. It would be incredible. Um, I remember when we asked Burrow? what it was like to run out of that, that tunnel mm-hmm. versus Texas A&M where you've just got 100,000 people raining down love on you. I don't know if we'll ever feel that. Right. Like, I don't know if you, you'll ever, you know. That, oh, that I will never let, feel what any of those three Just what that like, satisfaction yeah. is like or what that, that ultimate feeling is of everybody just raining down on you. I, I would say from an athletic standpoint, the best feeling would have to be like a walk-off home run. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 there, either way, either you know, way you, you slice about it. This, if you if you if you changed that question for me specifically to walk off from run at Duty Noble, yeah, that's probably what I would. But pick. could you imagine, like, they're all every scenario right. that you painted is awesome, right? Right, like it's awesome, but everybody on their feet, you're one on one with a pitcher. Right, I mean, like in a batter's box, a baseball player, you know, a batter and a pitcher. It's like one on one. Everybody on their feet. You're down by one. You got a runner on, and you hit one over the fence. I mean, I just think that the the, the just the elation from that, all of it's awesome. I was say, I can't believe is that what you're going to choose? I would choose that. Wow, that surprises me. I would choose that. Oh, you're going to go basketball? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, all of them. What, uh, we'll see around the room, Nick. What would you choose? Football. 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 Football from Mike. Football wow. from Katie. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of people that you're doing this incredible thing wow. in front of. Maybe that's what that's what makes the difference is making yeah. a crowd. Um, somebody asked if your mom's gonna fuss at me for having my shoes on the furniture. Let me just say, I'm not gonna get caught like Will Wade slipping in this chair. <laughs> I don't need my calves all pressed up against, you know. So shoes are on the furniture until <laughs> we get a new angle, you know. Mom, <laughs> the meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, JTab45. What is your favorite sports moment witnessed live? My favorite sports moment witnessed live is 
Oof. Um, the weekend of the, the, the Elite Eight and the Sweet 16 for LSU basketball in 2006 was... Are, like, Is this like a game... Is this like the, 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 the question before, like a game-winning play, or is this just like a game of... Of being somewhere, I think that you watched it happen live. Okay, so that I watched happen live. Um, wait, what's the craziest live sporting event moment that I have seen? I mean, you know what was nuts? Being there was the Nolan no call. Being in the dome that day, like I we me and Lil J were sitting in like section six fourteen, and they were about to riot. Oh, I'm sure. And like the scene walking I'm out sure of the dome too. that day was yeah. like, it was like a Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. People were just like, "No way that just happened." I mean, no way. The Saints, this Saints team, is going to miss the Super Bowl, and they're going to miss it off of a call like that. I mean, being in that moment, and. And really, our vantage like, it was, was kind of like right there. I mean, like the, the vantage point of where we were sitting, it was like right there. And it was so obvious that this cat just like tackles. Was it Tommy Lee Lewis? Yeah. I think yeah. that he tackles onto the sideline. And I mean, the dome turned, it turned hostile, like, oh. a bl- like in a blink. Sure. Um, and being in that moment, and that's, that's kind of a fresh memory. I, I was at the earthquake game. Well, I was about to say, there's a couple people in the um, the chat. William Ivey said he was at the earthquake game, and a couple other people said they were. Uh, that's that seems just wild to me. I was eight <laughs> like, years old. I mean, I was unsports related. Like yes. that is just. I mean, I, like that's I've one of those. Mo- that's one of those moments so. for me. Um, I remember like the date because it was my, my birthday is October sixth, mm-hmm. and the game is October eighth, and I remember like I turned eight years old on like Thursday at school. And, like, my big present was we're going to the game. Nice. You know what I mean? Nice. With, like, the grandfather, the uncle. Oh, my God. But the game was terrible. Like, LSU didn't move the ball past midfield until the fourth quarter, and then they didn't score, obviously, until the last drive of the game, and that's when the, you know, the, 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 the earth shook. Um, but that was a moment as well, you know, being – I'll remember that. Like, I, it's almost like one of those moments, like – you know, being 40 now, I can almost, like, go back to, like, the sights and the smells of it. Yeah. Like, that's how vivid when you have that, that type of, of memory is. I feel like, um, I get to mind this, Doug Ashton, I'm assuming. It's my dad. Yep. Yes. Hey, Nick's dad. What up, Dougie? Um, he said he was in Omaha for Warren's home run. That wow. one's easy for him. That's awesome. Wow. Um, I think, well, I mean, live, like, watching live, I'm sure I've seen a lot of cool live moments. I remember... Being in New Orleans, watching, and people are going to laugh about this, but I say this all the time, Mississippi State, we are a women's basketball school. Um, We truly are, you know, our our women's basketball team is good. Watching Mississippi State beat Connecticut in the Final Four. Wow. um, It was 2017. We were in New Orleans for something, and, uh, well, I wasn't, no, I wasn't at the game, but we were watching it. We were in New Orleans going somewhere, and we were in the room, and we weren't going to go until the game ended. So we were, like, watching it on TV, which, I mean, how many times do you catch yourself Staying in to watch sure. a women's yeah. basketball game, uh, and so we're like, why? And we were supposed to lose uh, Morgan Williams, this tiny little girl. She's so sweet. She's buzzer beater, like, and everyone just goes that. crazy. I mean, in our hotel room, that. we're like going crazy. Dak Prescott's in the in the stands. The camera's like on him the whole time. He's wearing a women's basketball jersey. 
Like, it was just, the whole moment was so cool. And, I mean, obviously it was cooler for me because it was associated with a team I love a lot. But um, just in general, like, watching someone beat Connecticut was, was yeah, awesome. Yeah, I remember that. That was and a great scene. the way that it scene. happened, you know. That was a great scene. Uh, it, was a, it was a Cameron cool Cook, the Tennessee game, when T-Bob snapped the ball and saved the game, happened right in front of me, and I saw the flag <laughs> on the ground. I was yelling at my buddies, the game's not over! The game's not over! Mark Void, College World Series. I was in walk-ons that day. Uh-huh. I was in walk-ons running the post-game show for Charlie Hanegriff on the network that day, and they nearly burned walk-ons down. If they could have gotten their hands on less miles, I'm talking about the fans inside of walk-ons because they didn't see the flag either. Nobody saw the flag. They just thought that miles was uh, sending in wide receivers on a goal line package and the ball was snapped over the head and it was over. Uh, They almost... It was a hell of a scene inside of walk-ons that day. Mark Void, College World Series, when Warren Moore hit it out against the U. Mm-hmm. Brett Simino, Flynn to D. Bird was the best moment I actually saw. I was there for that one. That was cool, too. Uh, Adam Contreras, the UCI regional last game in the box. That was awesome. That was a fantastic scene in the old box. I think um, some cool moments. Yeah. Keep Tennessee sharing. basketball versus LSU. Lewis Carroll, Ohio State versus LSU in 1987 when Eric Andelsack and Chris Spillman pushed each other at midfield. You want to talk about a scene. They ended up being roommates and best men at each other's wedding and Andelsack was... Um, <laughs> Dago, I cut, my, I cut myself shaving for the Bluegrass Miracle getting ready for a homecoming dance. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> That's actually really cool. Wow. I was at a wedding for the uh, the Bluegrass Miracle, and uh, some guy's dad had it on radio, and he went, he screamed in the back. <laughs> he started screaming in the back. Everybody was like, "It's like the Tigers won! The Tigers won!" Uh, May, uh, um, what was I gonna say? When, what month would that have been? Like uh, November? Yeah, you just stay away from like getting married during those months, yeah. you know. And I know I might get a spark, but my dad, my dad told me. Don't do it. Uh, my dad always told me he it was totally fine if I wanted to get married during football season, but he would not pay for it. So, wow, that's my options. I mean, you're because it's think about it this way: no matter who you're a fan of, whatever your team is, there's always another game that's on. You're all, there's still games sure. being played, you yeah. know, even an off week or whatever. And I guess in my mind, I was like, I don't want people in the church with their phones out because they would have been. Yeah. I would have yeah. understood. Well, that would happen. I would have understood. I mean, the girl, that would then, like, the girl was pissed. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, like. That's people, on you. And people were like, afterwards were like. That's on you. You can't be pissed, though, yeah. right? Like, you didn't <laughs> right. think that people weren't going to be paying attention to the game, <laughs> right, did you? Right. Uh, <laughs> I wanted my dad president my wedding. Sure. So. <laughs> sure. Uh, Malk to Green to Skylar Green against Georgia. Uh, that was uh, the best day game that LSU football has ever seen. 2003 LSU Georgia. I was there for that one too. Blake La Latilay, L A T I O L A I S. Yeah, from Nick. Latilay uh, says Hester in the Florida game. Those were some cool moments for sure. Rohan to Robert Royal against Tennessee when we rushed the field after. That was an 0-1. That's Michael Mozinga. What up, Mo? Writing into uh, into our app. Appreciate everybody interacting with us here. On the Jordy Collada show, where uh, daily we are brought to you by Advantaclean. I think our next guest is about oh, to pull he? up here okay, well, at the, uh, the we, undisclosed uh, location. We'll get one more question yep. um, because I would like to talk about this either way. Um, are y'all going to be selling swag? Uh, we need a shirt. Yes, um, we will be selling swag. We've got some shirts on the way. We will be letting you know ASAP how you can purchase those shirts. Yeah. So we're going to start with the logo shirt like you saw us give Will Wade, and then we are going to be um, 
We've got some masks coming, and we'll get coffee cups. We'll get a couple other designs. We're going to have a lot. We're going to be merch heavy here because we all like merch. So as soon as we have a way for you to purchase it, cheers. Absolutely. We appreciate everybody for uh, for being interested and for keeping us uh, accountable because we are bringing you uh, those goods here as soon as we can get them up and we got a shout out to Cody Edwards and the crew over at Red Stick Sports for uh, finding the undisclosed location yesterday being able to deliver uh, a, uh, a shirt for us for Coach Will Wade and uh, some of our guests here uh, don't walk in that camera shot I'm going to go uh, get our guests yes please do here as uh, we will welcome in uh, Doug Thompson a former LSU great uh, a national champion pitcher, a part of the LSU Sports Radio Network, and a fantastic color commentator for the Tigers on the LSU Sports Radio Network. He'll talk a little LSU baseball. We may debate who's a crazier dad in the Little League scene, him or me. There's a lot of people that go back and forth on that weekly. We will uh, we'll have our own debate coming up here in a couple of minutes. But daily, we're brought to you by Clean. Remember, Clean. if you see my guy, Dustin Lynch, that means it's a terrible situation over at Clean. Fire, water, mold is what he specializes in over at Clean. I can speak directly to it. I called Dustin on, uh, I called Bradley, excuse me, Bradley Lynch on, uh, on Christmas Day, and, uh, and he got here immediately over at Clean. Online at AdvantaClean.com. The great thing about, uh, about Bradley and, uh, and Clean is they work entirely with the insurance agent when you wake up and you feel water on your socks all you got to do is make one call to advantage clean and they'll take care of the entire process 888-926-4854 is the phone number or online at advantaclean.com bring our next guest in as he has signed the confidentiality waiver he knows that he has not seen anything he has not met anybody he has not seen anything around him let us welcome to the set and to the scene DT9, former pitcher for the LSU baseball team, Doug Thompson. Now? Yes, tug the, take it off. Welcome. Whoa. Don't let the don't let the light kill you. Whoa. Welcome, sir. How are you, buddy? Thank you for Good being here. You. Thank is, you for uh, being here. This is great. Thank you for being here. Um, wow. I don't even want to ask where we are. Well, you don't. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do it. Don't do I won't it. Won't do it. Is this close uh, enough? Yeah, there yep, you go. Yep, yep. Good to see you, Dougie. Good to see you, man. Good to see um, you. Thank you for coming. First and foremost, You're very welcome. it's been a hell of a week and a half, but uh, another great friend, and I appreciate uh, your friendship and, and, and the support for uh, for everything that we're trying to do over here and for finding us this morning and for uh, for getting over here and being a part of, of the Jordy Collada Show. Thank you very much. Yeah, not surprised to be here uh, so quickly <laughs> after all the Thank changes. I, I knew that you would bounce back pretty quick. I've uh, known you for a long time. and. Uh, your resilience is one of the reasons we're friends, my man. So good to see you, Nine. Uh, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to learn more about this uh, facility. Uh, this, is, <laughs> this is interesting, <laughs> but I'll take it. I'll take it. Brings me back to high school. Uh, yes, yes, um, yeah. A little wood panel in here. Yeah, a little Michael stuff. Jordan. Uh, Doug, was there a, was there a sport more affected by COVID than college baseball? Well, no. I mean, the season ended. Yeah. Uh, I remember last year in the in the. Uh, the preseason press conference day, the, you know, the, the media day, Coach Maneri said, uh, you know, I guarantee we win more than 15 games this year, joking about, um, you know, the right, right, you know, right, one up right. in the football team. Right. And sure enough, uh, they didn't even play 15 games. Wow. It was kind of crazy, you know, how things just ended. I remember uh, the week that it ended because I was supposed to go to Ole Miss and cover uh, for Chris Blair 
uh, and uh, Sunday we left the box thinking that everything was normal and then by like Wednesday it was like hey you're going to be by yourself in the stands there's not going to be anybody there which was going to be surreal at sure. the time like wait no fans we're just going to hear the metal bat and you know the umpire saying you got left field line and things of that nature right. uh, and then it went from that to being completely banged um, so no I don't think any sport was uh, more impacted obviously the other you know sure. softball and other sports but of the of the major sports, it's it certainly was impacted the most. And, and even to the degree of if you guys play it every day, I mean, even if you're not play, even if you're not playing under the lights, you're doing something. Oh yeah. To 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 just stay to stay sharp. How, how do you how do you expect baseball players in general to get prepared for this season? I mean, what what do you think the the last eight months has been like for a baseball player and getting prepared for what what starts today? Well, like everyone that's doing the, you know, the COVID tracking and testing, the routine testing, I mean, those guys probably be tested two, three times a week. Uh, it's been a challenge. Uh, it's been a challenge to, to control that, but uh, that's been a challenge globally yeah. just for LSU. So um, I think that they're, they've done the best that they can, and there's a lot of talent. Uh, the, the thing this year, it's going to be kind of <clears throat> unprecedented, is is the amount of talent because of yeah. course the seniors get to stay and the freshmen are not you know they're still freshmen and all those things uh, but that's everywhere you know everybody feels real good about their roster this year uh, but i'll tell you lsu has some some reasons to be excited about what could be in 2021 it starts with your position right i mean rarely have have lsu been able to talk about the front end guys like they have coming back mm -hmm. this season on the pitching mound i mean it seems like that's the group that's headlining this 21 team yeah you know to win a national title, if you go back and look, right, uh, there's always been two pitchers with double-digit wins. Uh, you've always had some strong senior leadership uh, somewhere on that team, uh, and the middle has been strong, meaning the middle in, as far as def uh, the middle of your defense, center, center field, uh, your catcher, your center fielder, and, your, and, and of course, the, the two up the middle. Um, this team has a lot of those components. Uh, when you have Hill, of course, who's Jaden Hill, right? I mean, yeah. he's uh, one of the best uh, in the country, if not the best. In I mean, fact, I've seen him projected top ten. He may be the best. He may have the best stuff in the history of the program. Um, we're talking about uh, effortless ninety-five to ninety-nine uh, with a curveball that's just lights out, and they say the best changeup in the country, which is uh, unheard of. Not to mention, he's one of the best athletes on campus. Yeah. Uh, when you throw in uh, Marceau and Labus, uh, those guys have some some innings under their belt. That matters. Uh, now listen, there's some great freshmen uh, to talk about, but uh, it matters how many innings you've had under your belt in college baseball uh, when you're talking about being on the mound. And uh, those guys have some some innings. And then when you look at the bullpen, I mean, you have um, you have Fontenot coming back, uh, you have Beck coming back, you have Aaron George coming back, you have Vitmeyer coming back. I mean, there's some gray hair in that bullpen, yeah. and that matters, right? So uh, we're talking about hundreds of innings in the SEC for this pitching staff. Now, contrary, uh, on the offense, it's a little different. Uh, we're talking about less than 150 SEC at-bats in the entire lineup. Yeah, uh, We're talking about two, uh, if not three, up to four freshmen in the starting lineup, uh, perhaps even in the opening weekend, certainly on opening night. Um, uh, you've got you know Trey Morgan who plays first base like uh, like J T Snow. He's going to start at first. Uh, Beloso is going to slide over to left field. 
uh, you've got this Cruz kid who is, uh, you know, Dylan and, Dylan Cruz. Yeah, he's already been uh, he's already been kind of compared to Mike Trout. I mean, that's uh, <laughs> that, that's that's some big words, and he's going to start in right field. Um, then you have Kay Doty, who's not a freshman, but kind of got cheated out of his freshman year. Yeah. Uh, but but expect him to start at second base. And then, you know, the most interesting thing going on right now, and I don't know how much you know or how many people you've talked to, so forgive me if I'm, I'm being repetitive, uh, but it's a, there's a race right now at second base. Um, you know, you've got Arnold, who last year uh, had the, the deal, the rib removal, and mm-hmm. had to miss the whole season. Uh, but... The first inter squad at bat, he got up to the plate, he hit a bomb. Uh, and then the next one, like, he swung and, you know, cracked his rib or, you know, he may, may, may have got hit by a pitch. But, uh, so he's a guy. Uh, but Collier Crankford last year, he played, uh, you know, he didn't make an error, error in 42 chances and hit 280 when he went in for Hughes. So uh, those two guys are literally today, what do we have, three weeks till the season starts? Mm-hmm. Neck and neck at shortstop. Uh, you'll likely see. Um, uh, Staff, Safford, who I love, base. of course, he's I a mean, local hometown yeah, guy. He's I a called all his football Terrio, games. Fontenot. He's cut out of that same type of stone, right? Like yeah. he, he's bled purple and gold since he's a kid. He's an uber athletic and competitive kid. Uh, it's going to be the Josh Smith, Barbier, Fontenot story, right? Like it's the same type. It's coffee maker. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> I bought my own coffee. I wasn't sure what I was getting into. Yeah. But, uh, it's good to see That's that. That's a probably smart move on your part. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then, but, but you, when you finish talking about that kind of championship ingredient, uh, so you have those veteran pitchers. Uh, I think you have two or three that could win ten games. Wow. Uh, you know, um, uh, they, they have the stuff to win ten yeah. games. Uh, the lack of at-bats. Uh, are, are a problem, but the innings that you have in SEC play from a pitching perspective uh, could kind of counterbalance that. And then Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered chumpacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Up the middle, you've got Malazzo and DiGiacomo. And Malazzo is about as good as they get defensively behind the plate. Um, and DiGiacomo is going to go get it as well as anybody in the SEC out in center field. So um, I don't know really what to expect because, um, you know, you have uh, the kid that's going to uh, trade uh, with Malazzo. Yep, yep, He's a Brad Cressy throwback. Big wow. power guy. Uh, so you don't really know what we're going to see offensively because there are so many n- new names. There are so many new faces. Uh, but I think we'll field it well and we'll pitch it well. And – my mentor used to say pitching and defense wins home run, uh, wins championships, uh, and that was uh, that was Skip Bertman, of sure, course. Sure. And, uh, that was for a team uh, that set the national home run record with 188. 
pitching and defense still wins championships. So uh, keep your eye out for the Tigers this year. What do you know about Eddie Smith? Because as you said, it was limited in what you, you saw from the hitting coach. I mean, he that was a role that turned over last season. And like you said, I mean, they got hundred less than 150 plate appearances collectively as a group. What, what's, what's his biggest challenge? The only thing I know is that he's a, he, he's a great guy mm-hmm. and that he's really had a, a positive impact on the players. And I think that's what they needed. They needed some leadership. Uh, they needed someone that could come in there and, and, and be – more discernible with the things that were going on, like, you know, being able to break things down, communicate. I think he's a good communicator, and um, I, I think that he's a great hire. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Doug Thompson is uh, our guest here at the Undisclosed Location, talking a little LSU baseball, a part of the LSU Sports Radio Network. Thompson, of course, a great in his day, now carrying on and calling it for the, uh, for the purple and gold as, uh, as LSU is, uh, is meeting with the media today. LSU baseball is as they get set for another season. There's been a debate around uh, Little League fields on who's a crazier dad, whether it's you or me. Um, I, I did. I went through this athletic season. I was not removed from any contest after being removed from two last year. Uh, I saw that B.G. Lanois was tossed out of a basketball gym last Saturday. He claims it was all the referees' fault. After speaking to the majority of the crowd, it seems like B.G. was at fault. Once he was tossed, his team did come from behind and get the win, so B.G. said it was tactics. And schematic, yeah. On his his being tossed. What was your what was your well, excuse during football season while you were you were asked to leave the park? Here's why I think you take the title. <laughs> um, I've never been asked to leave the facility, and I've watched the okay. officials wait until you were gone out of the building. I think made sure like your family was with you, type thing. So. <laughs> So I think you take the title. But what's interesting is all those that, that lived in the glass house. Yes. Lots of the them. Sons, right? Lots of them. BG Lanois, Lots of them, uh, Are now starting to get ejected from games as well. See, for me, I have two children, right? Uh, two boys. Uh, we play a lot of baseball, a lot of basketball. A lot, and guess who coaches a lot of it? Dougie. Me. I coach Amen. them both. I'm usually the head coach of both of them. Uh, so overexposure is a killer, <laughs> right? Like when you have one disagreement with an official, when you see him That's the next right. night at 7 p.m. when your oldest son, it's like, well, this is going to be bad. For well, you. well, well, look who it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. And it's 14 to 14 in the fourth quarter, and they're cracking their knuckles just to bring you to your knees with yeah, a certain right. call. But uh, listen, <laughs> listen, Coach Berkman used to always remind us that they're not really umpires. They're not really officials. They're really just school bus drivers and butchers at the local Winn-Dixie. Like they didn't go to a school or a class, and they're out there just but trying that's to earn how extra buck. That's how he said it. How did he say it? I didn't. I didn't come prepared for that, but I will. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I, I will always uh, look. It's the rules for me. It's not the bad calls, safer yes. out. It's the when the ball stops rolling and it stops on the foul line. That's right. There's a there's, a, there's fair a book that clearly says it. It's not foul. It's not. It's not the. He said it, the umpire said to me, "No, well, it's the foul line." I was like, "No, I understand that can be confusing, but the butt stopped on it, and in baseball, that's fair." And uh, to that guy's credit, he went, Coach, are you serious? And I, went, <laughs> I said, I am. And he went, oh, fair ball. <laughs> of course, Thank the kids you. started to run everywhere. I was like, no, no, wait, let's just read it. You know. um, so, look, um, I do have a lot of respect for those guys. And, um, and, and in all fairness, I, I, we probably do lose our emotion. Because yes. here's the problem. Here's what people don't think about. 
first of all, you've got 12 other parents who are as emotional as you, and they expect you to act a certain way in, in certain situations. But when your own kid's also involved, yes, you've got the tears of your own son because he just got knocked down, and now you're dad, and now you're the head coach, yeah. and you're screaming yeah. at the ref, yep. and you're, yep. Yep. you know, it, she it's wants to know why he didn't play. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I tell parents all the time, we're all learning. Uh, <laughs> right. It's not like any of us are veterans at this, right? So um, I, I, my goal this year in baseball is to not. I shouldn't say this on air. <laughs> but do it. Because now it's on video. <laughs> yeah. We're going to play this clip yes. four months from now. Like we can. You said, we need a little promotion I'm gonna for the show. I'm going to do my best uh, not to, for sure. It's great to see you. Me too, buddy. Thank you for coming by. Good man. stuff. Yeah, Love, all this. Love all this. Absolutely. Doug stuff, Thompson man. of the LSU Sports Radio Network. He is a great friend. He's very talented at his job. Make sure and tune in and catch the Tigers on the LSU Sports Radio Network as the former Tiger will be breaking it down for you here. D, uh, DT, do not leave the uh, the undisclosed location without giving us your autograph on the CBS Sports oh, banner cool. and on the uh, on the drum. Daily, we're brought to you by Go Chevrolet here on the Jordy Collada Show on YouTube. Remember, you can find Go Chevrolet online at G-E-A-U-X Chevrolet.com. Go Chevrolet. Stop in and see them. Lee Carney and Nick Richard, who is our great friends uh, over at Go Chevrolet and supporters of this show since day one have opened up a brand new shop over in Laplace, Louisiana. Whether you're going to New Orleans, whether you're coming from New Orleans, you can stop in, you can shop new, you can shop pre-owned. They're going to make it easy for you over at Go Chevrolet. Stop in and see Nick Richard, Lee Carney, and the crew here at, uh, at GEAUXChevrolet.com. Are you still here? Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to mask back up? Uh, no, no. Okay, no. cool. All right. Just don't tell anybody where you came. All right. Am I? Yeah, you're good. You're good. It's not, you can get in front of, you know, we're, we don't have any rules here. So, uh, <laughs> Doug Thompson, Will Wade on this Thursday. What a show. Big show. Man. It's going to be hard to. Um, what a show. It's going to be show. hard to uh, come in on a Friday. Uh, yes. You want to you tease a little bit about what might happen tomorrow? Yes. Um, <laughs> we are going to have Nick Richard in studio. Okay. And Nick Richard is going to bring one of the newest employees over at Ghost Chevrolet, Michael Divinity, oh. who is the former LSU linebacker, will be here at the undisclosed location. Very cool. Also, Mikey Matuk. Is going to be Wait, in studio. Uh, another former LSU baseball player. We're, we're feeling very LSU baseball heavy. A little Is nostalgic. There a baseball side of the uh, you're the first. You're the first. Yeah. So you decide yeah. where it is. You're the first. Great signature on that DT nine too. Show Mikey um, where he's got to sign tomorrow, you know? So, um, Doug Thompson today, Will Wade. Remember, mm-hmm. the podcast is going to be available for you on the Apple podcast, on uh, Spotify. We're, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. We're blowing up Thank on you, the, in the yeah, podcast world. Thank Thanks, you. Guys. Be careful. I'll be in touch, buddy. All right, buddy. Don't uh, tell anybody where you were. We, yeah. <laughs> we're blowing up in the podcast world. So, yeah. So, we're almost everywhere. I think we're still waiting for Google to approve us, but that should happen in the next 24-ish hours. Um, but tune in, Alexa. Spotify, Apple, um, there's a whole bunch of little small ones that pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts, yep. we're going to be there. I think um, Amazon Music. Wow. There was also, I can see the stats, you know, where people pull our podcasts from. And whoa, WT. That's our driver. <laughs> um, That's the driver of the tank. Driver got across the moat. Drove Dougie over here to tank. But I saw that you know I see when people listen to our podcast through podcast like the Apple Podcast. It's right. Apple Podcast. Well, some people downloaded. I'm sure this is Katie actually um, downloaded our podcast on iTunes. 
mean, Apple Music can, bully, bro. No, no, no. But we're on Apple Music, like Apple Podcasts. But someone went to like iTunes. Damn. And like downloaded us. I didn't even know you could do that. Katie's bumping our. The analytics that we get fed back to us is fantastic. I mean, the 2021 analytic world is phenomenal. I've been getting lost in it. I can see all the states that you guys are watching us from, listening. Um, we're big in Canada. Huge in Canada. Big Ontario show big here. Yeah. We want to travel this. One of the beautiful things about this setup, once we get it figured out, once we get it right, once we find out how it's mobile, is that we can travel it. Mm-hmm. We want to take road trips. We're dead serious about the Pasadena trip to the Rose Bowl. Like we are we all laugh, in. But we yes, mean it. right. If there is a vendor in Los Angeles, if there is a vendor in California who is an LSU fanatic and wants to house the Jordy Collada show all week leading up to that, we can start giving you promotion right now. Just get in touch with us. Katie at the Jordy Collada show. Katie at JordyColladaShow.com. Jordy at JordyColladaShow.com. It's all of our names with the suffix of JordyColladaShow.com is where you can find us on email. Uh, but we want to take road trips for games. These two are Mississippi State alums. We want to go over to Starkville for LSU's first home opener this year in football. If we can get over there to Duty Noble this year for baseball, that would be fantastic. Uh, but uh, we're going to have to keep it clean. We're going to have to keep year? it clean in the suites, though. Uh, I know there's some sketchy well, stuff that goes on in those suites. That's your people. Noble. That's y'all's people. <laughs> and they've been going on since day one <laughs> over there. Well, I mean, I don't think the place was open before y'all were banging well, in the suites. so much trouble. Sheesh. Oh, man. Dude. That was so funny. The okay. players were like, what's Look at happening? that sheet. It was like, I mean, what time do you think? That, I mean, it was probably, it was probably 6 a.m. No, no, it was in the morning. So the players had just gotten up to start practice that morning um and because you can so those suites on the back side of duty noble are apartments so people live in them people are staying in them and i guess these people had like gotten in they had moved their mattress onto the i mean but what a play by some guy right he's like yes. at the bar all night he's like Definitely. come back to my duty noble suite <laughs> right. and he's like you know we'll put the mattress on the Where are you pool. Standing we'll put the mattress on the patio we can we can watch duty noble on the Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. All right. You know, and then like the Watch players, the sun come up. And they did. Yeah. They did. Where are you staying tonight? <laughs> uh, the comfort oh. in? No, you're not. We're going to keep it clean in our suite. So if you want to have us. Yes. Please. We want to travel. We want to travel. We want to take this show on the road. We want to interact with people. We love the interaction of the show. We appreciate Raymond Garcia, William Ivy, Jeff Marcone, JT Cag, Patrick Fellows, Hom Shank, Brent Simino, John Joleaf, Kenny Estep, all of them inside of the uh, of the chat app that are watching now. We appreciate everybody for being there. We also got your feedback on the time. Yeah, uh, let me look it up. So here's the thing. Um, I'd have to pull it all up. But the last time I looked at it, it's pretty evenly split. Really? It's yeah. like... You didn't help us much. I'm going to be honest. Um, <laughs> so, uh, of, uh, <laughs> what are we doing here? Um, so, no thanks to you. Um, we're not. We're still not sure. We are definitely going to extend the show to two hours. We just need to work it out yep. for what that looks like. But, um, but yeah, n- 
I'm not going to thank you because you didn't help me. So. <laughs> Any more questions you want to get to from that? Um, yeah, we can ask just a couple more, and then, uh, then we can get out of here. Um, let's see. Jeff Marcon. But Jeff Marcon, thank you for sending yeah, all your questions, and you're really killing it. He's we need best. other people to pick up your slack. Um, who will be the next big LSU guest in the undisclosed location? I guess we already announced that. But yeah, um, yeah. We'll, so we'll have Mikey Montu tomorrow. We'll have. Um, I'll tell you a conversation that I think y'all are gonna really like. Okay, you're gonna love. Okay, is Lionel Rainey is mm-hmm. coming in here on Monday, mm-hmm. and Lionel Rainey runs a consulting agency, LR3 Agency. He's helped us out a lot with some of the back office stuff. I mean, some of the social media stuff and some of the things that we're trying to do from a promotional standpoint. Right. Uh, and he is a wizard in that in in that field. Uh, he's going to come in and talk about the do, the new Title IX rule or the new executive order signed by President Biden and what it means for the Title IX rule and how it affects college athletics. He gave me some really interesting talking points that he is going to have prepared for Monday. And I think it's going to be a really cool conversation to kind of start off the week and give you an idea of what sports may be looking like under this administration because it's going to change a little bit it's going to be nice because like you can read through all that stuff but sometimes it's just like like you're reading german and that's what what he did yesterday was he pulled the bullet points right and he told me look this is what we need to chop on speak english to me tell me what this means yes And, and and lionel's got he's got a background in politics he's passionate about sports he is a guy who very much understands Uh-oh, how is to build a brands. Alabama fan? He's a huge Ooh. Bama fan. He is a huge Alabama fan, and not only is he a huge Bama fan, he is one of the arrogant Alabama Ooh. fans. Like, the pat you on your pat head, pat you on the head, Ugh. like yeah, like Lionel, Joe, Joe Burrow was re- a good player. You might retract your yeah, invitation, right, yeah, right, I'm right. sorry, but uh, <laughs> you could deal with him. He's um, he won me over. Uh, he won me over on the golf course. Um, he's, he he talks shit the whole time. Do a patch on your head and it'll yeah, charm you a yeah, little. Yeah, and then he yeah. he's got it. He does. He does it. Uh, so he'll be here on Monday, and hopefully, what we are counting on because we're going to have a big weekend of work ahead of us of just getting the studio set up, making it look better, sound better. At some point. We will have access to just pick up the phone and make phone calls. And at that point, people, we believe we're going to become lethal. We're going to become dangerous if we can start tapping into the Rolodex and not have. And you know what I was thinking about, Riz? Is like, you don't have to deal with, I can't right now. I need five minutes. It's like, all right, cool. Don't worry about it. We're not waiting on time crunch. Right. Like, if you want to do this, if you want to do this at 915, we'll wait on 915. Like, it's all good. I mean, so I love that part about the ability. I like how uh, Doug was nervous to get out of this chair. Yeah. He didn't know. He didn't want to mess up a shot. He didn't want to like. Yeah. <laughs> no, Ga- man. We gave just- him the, uh, thanks, man. It is no problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's your cue, bro. <laughs> um, oh, look at this. Um, Jordan Faircloth. We could bring him on. Absolutely. Somebody said that we could do like a where, where Ancient are Athletes now, legend. But like where LSU um, yeah. players. And I mean, you know, there are a lot of ones who are still out there or whatever. But, you know, there are a lot of athletes that people love they probably want to know what they're doing now like what yep. they're up to and uh look jordan faircloth is a great friend of the show as well he's an ancient athlete legend you know how i feel about ancient athletes an ancient athlete legend he was a he probably uh, a is he wasn't he is an actual athlete yeah, yeah. 
So I feel like that probably translates he's into usually, ancient athletes. He's usually the first. Pick. You are not. Thank you, an actual Thank you. athlete. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so then you what? How many Thank injuries you. have you had? Uh, one for ancient athletes with the snapped elbow, but I did tear an Achilles in a pickup basketball game in 2013. Which you know you lose a year of your life for just some <laughs> random Sunday night, which will make you when hate you're yourself. 38 years old. You yeah, just, it's a, it's you, a, know, you got some like, low moments. You got some low moments. <laughs> so I, I understand where Lee Carney is right now. <laughs> to see him hobbling here in a walking boot. <laughs> At forty years old or forty-two oh. years old, uh, you know you'll 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 fight yourself. Um, <laughs> another good show in the books. Anything yes, before we get out of here, this is wonderful. No, um, just keep on watching, keep on subscribing to our podcast, sharing our content, um, hitting the thumbs up button if you haven't done that, and you are currently in our chat room. Go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. You know, um, there's four hundred eighty-four of you. Let's, let's do it. I got one more for you. Okay, okay. Oh, How much money? So, Coach Gary yeah. Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary Anderson was fired yeah. in uh, in 2020 when Utah State. LSU played Utah State with Gary. I believe Gary Anderson was the head coach at Wisconsin when LSU played Wisconsin a couple of years back in in Ohio, in, uh, in Houston when uh, Leonard Fournette opened up his career versus LSU. Gary Anderson is also a mentor of Dave Aranda. In 2020, he was fired at Utah State for opening up 0 and 3. Uh, they were losing all three of those games with an average of 28 points per game. He was fired, and his contract stated that he was owed $2.7 million in a buyout, and Gary Anderson told his former employer, no thanks, I didn't earn it. He said, you know what, keep the nearly $3 million. I didn't earn the check. I'm going to walk away without taking a cent from the school on the buyout, Rivs, how 2. much money? $2.7 million. Let's be clear. That is. How much money do you have to have in your bank account to tell somebody who is offering to give you, write you one check for $2.7 million and you say no? Do you have a number uh, in your bank account? I mean, I don't, I don't know what that number is. I mean, I would say maybe 10, but then like two still a lot to add to $10 million. Um, maybe you're somewhere more in like the 2030s, where two starts to feel a little small. Yeah, I like, think you're like in like 50 million dollar range. You know what I mean? Like 60 like million dollars. Yeah, so that's you know the question. What I mean, when does I mean two especially million if we've got kids. Matter. If I've got kids and I don't need the cash, I'm just handing it down, right? I mean, like with the amount of money. And I don't I, think I, I could out. I don't know. I don't think it would matter how much money I ever had. I probably yeah. would never turn down that money. Yeah. You know, like, because I'm going to always think I earned it. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Um, I don't I mean, know if for, I could get to a point Gary, either. you know, yeah. that he can be humble. You would think Bo Pelini would have that same, that we're, same we're, reservation. Yeah, Bo. <laughs> right. Bo's like, Bye. Give me my money. <laughs> give me my money and get me out of here. Like, what a great problem, though, to have. But I think Michael brings up a good point. It's kind of, it's, it's how you're living. Yeah. You know, whether or not you can turn down $2 million. Right. You know yourself. I mean, there's a lot of millionaires out there that are desperate for $2 million more because they got to have it to pay well, the bills. Well, I mean, we didn't really, we didn't get into this part, but Rachel, you could tell. Yep. The part of the Tiger um, Woods Which documentary. His His, I guess, main girlfriend. The one that got him caught. The one that got him caught. She, she walked away with how much money? Ten. $10 million. Um, She filed for bankruptcy this year. That is insane. You know, like... I think it all went into her face. But. She spent a million a decade. She spent a million a year over the last decade. I mean, and well, and then if you, if you look her up, it starts to get really sketchy. She says she's fine though. She's moving in with um, her boyfriend who lives in Palm Springs. Who's who many, is married? No, many married. 
a much married. Much I think married. it just meant like he's yeah. very married. She yeah. met him on a Many on married. a website. But uh, but yeah, how do you spend? I mean, for me, how do you spend ten million dollars that quickly? It just seems like a lot of money to me. I guess easily. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, Depends on how you're living. But God bless you, Gary. God really, bless man. you, Gary. <laughs> I mean, geez, man. I mean, to, to, to say, you know what? I'm good on the $2 million. Matt Newman, ask the JC, uh, ask the Jordy Collada show. Who's on your Mount Rushmore of CSAL athletes from the 1990s? Wow. Uh, definitely a plaisance. Definitely either Michael or David plaisance. Uh, Paul plaisance, rest in oh, peace. Yeah. Uh, was a great one. I definitely got Brandon. Brandon Bourgeois yeah. is definitely on that list. Nobody in this room has any idea who no, we're no, talking no, about. I'm sorry. I, um, I like starting to yeah, like yeah, right, over. Right. You should because this is a very boring topic. <laughs> you think the pie is small? This slice of the pie is minuscule. Of who knows what the hell we're talking about in the crowd today? Someone's tuned in just now. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, all right, Riffs. Good show today. Yeah, good show. Nick, did you have something to say about the Rachel Yucatel thing? Uh, apparently, Gary Anderson turned down 13 mil from yeah, Oregon before State. That, before that. Turned down 13. Like as a buyout? Yeah. Gary. 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 On the kick job. Is Gary not married? I think Gary is. He's like an old guy. I mean, not to say that all old guys have to be married, but he <laughs> seems like a family guy. I mean, his mother, I mean, his wife's got to be like, so yo, gee, you've turned down <laughs> 17 so million, we have to though, ass- in the no, last 10 years. No, we have to assume years. that Gary is doing fine in the background. Honestly? Yeah. Utah? I mean, he's probably, you know what I mean? He's got to be super conservative, I guess. So. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Two million more. <laughs> Everybody have a great day. For Michael Thompson, Katie Allgood. No. I know. I know. He's going to do it every day. Allie Good. River Shuey. That is Nick Ashton. I'm Jordy Collada. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Go see Go Chevrolet. Tell them you heard it here on the Jordy Collada Show. Appreciate everybody's interaction, support, downloading. Make sure you get the podcast today. Tell a friend. Like it. Share it. Come back tomorrow morning, 730. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.